Happy New Year! Welcome to a brand new year and another chance to take a big swing at your biggest goals. Something about starting fresh and leaving the past year behind makes us feel hopeful. That's why so many people love to make resolutions in January. Unfortunately, most people will fail to stick with them. So I'm going to propose something a little radical in the podcast this week. I want you to burn your to-do list. This is Invincible Career, and I'm Larry Cornette. So I'm not passing any judgment about failing to achieve a goal because, hey, I failed last year too. <laughs> I, uh, I made some progress on my books. I'm writing a, a couple of books. I wrote multiple short stories, but I didn't formally publish anything. I didn't publish a book on Amazon or Kindle or a hardbound book. You know, I published my newsletter, Medium articles, LinkedIn articles, blog post, and recorded podcast, but didn't actually publish a book, which was my big goal. I could blame the pandemic and all the chaos of last year, but I accept full responsibility. I made a big mistake. I made the mistake of trying to squeeze additional time into my already packed schedule. Not smart. (laughs) And it's that natural tendency that I think some of us have to say yes. Take on more responsibility and try to accomplish more. But the only way to make time for new tasks is to take time from something else. You have to say no. And I published an article last year about that. A lot of things you should say you should say no to. You have to reprioritize and you have to reallocate time from your fixed 24 hours a day. You can't create more time. Now, to-do list might work for you, but they don't work for me. That's why I said maybe this is the year to burn to-do list because they don't work for a lot of people. Adding items to a list doesn't set you up for success. How does that help? You just end up growing a list that is massive. It gets larger and larger every day. I have a few huge running lists in Evernote. And some of those items date back over 10 years. So it's not helping me. And it doesn't help a lot of people. I often forget to review it. It's not in my face. You know, it's on uh, my device. It's in an app buried somewhere. And then when I do actually open it and review it, I get overwhelmed. I get stressed about how much there is to do. The list is huge. So I'm taking a new approach this year. I'm going to use the Ray Bradbury strategy of consistently writing every day. I talked about that last week. I just read a biography. He wrote every single day. He submitted a short story uh, to a publication every week for almost his entire writing career. But where am I going to find the time to do that? Well, that's the power of using my calendar. 
instead of trying to squeeze more hours into the day, I'm going to repurpose time that I have already demonstrated I can consistently commit to something else. And then finally, I know I need accountability. We all do. So I want to leverage my existing community to help me stay accountable to this process. And that's you, my dear listener. And that's my private community of over 117 ambitious people who will help push me because we've all been encouraging each other to achieve our goals every week, month, and year for almost five years now. It'll be five years, I think, this spring. Therefore, I'm going to be leveraging the existing calendar time that I've been using to consistently write my newsletter every week for the past two and a half years. I mean, I've been publishing a newsletter and recording this podcast like every week. So I can do it, but I'm going to have to be smarter about how I use that time. So I'll be sharing draft chapters of my book with you every month to hold myself accountable. And you don't have to worry if you subscribe to this podcast, if you are a newsletter subscriber, I'm not going completely off topic. The book is going to be about the same themes and the topics that fuel my weekly writing and podcast episodes. It's not about dating. It's not about spaceships. I'm not writing about blockchain, vampires or zombies, nothing like that. (laughs) Although that might be more interesting. Should I do that? Let me know. What I'm going to be doing is sharing my strategies and methods for reclaiming your power in your work and life. Reclaiming your freedom to spend more of your time the way that you wish you could. And reclaiming your future that you want for yourself and your loved ones. So I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback. I want to fine-tune the book to address your questions, the issues you're facing in your work and life, concerns that you might have. Of course, the research, the recommendations, the advice I'm going to be sharing, it's already going to be things that you can take advantage of right away. Things that will help you figure out how to pursue your dreams, how to get promoted at work. How to find a better job this year, if that's something that you want. Maybe even start your own business. And just get more of what you want out of life. So now, I want to encourage you to experiment with this same strategy for 2022. Burn your stressful to-do list and focus on three things that will help you achieve your goals this year Better than any list app or to-do app or any productivity hack. And I hate hacks. So I know this sounds silly, but a little trick to remember this is I spell success with three C's and it helps me remember it, even though my spell checker hates it. It's consistency, calendar, and community. So speaking of consistency, James Clear, I've mentioned him before. He's the author of Atomic Habits. 
he has a quote that you should commit to a process, not a goal. And I actually like setting goals and making plans. You have to know where you're heading. (laughs) You have to know what you want to do before you can build the right habits that will take you to the desired finish line. But he is absolutely correct about the powerful value of a consistent process. For example, what's better for your health? Running a marathon twice a year or jogging two miles a day? I know that if I stepped outside and I tried to go run 26 miles, you know, 42 kilometers (laughs) without first establishing a consistent training practice, I would probably just die. I think my heart would explode. The same is true for weightlifting. And if you've been following me for a while, you know that I'm into weightlifting. I've been doing it for, wow, how long? 13, 14 years. You have to put in the daily reps to develop strength, to build muscle memory, and to perfect your technique. You won't get stronger if you just sporadically drop into a gym a few times a year and start throwing some dumbbells around. It's not how it works. A fitness resolution, if you made one, it only works if you consistently work out. Many people create goals and plans, but very few will make it all the way through this year, working through those plans to achieve final success, you know, and I was one of those too. If you don't take action consistently, you won't make serious progress. Now, putting in the daily work is hard. I'm not saying it's easy. It is hard, and sometimes it feels monotonous. But trying to leap all the way from the beginning to the finish line, that is a surefire way to fail. Success comes with a series of smaller steps that you consistently take every day, week, and month. If you want to achieve your goals this year and make progress on your plans, Create daily habits and consistently do them. Leverage the power of compounding actions to reap huge rewards from small and seemingly insignificant actions. Run a mile every day. Write for an hour every morning. Or talk to three new people every week. It's just a tiny, consistent habit. So what do you need as daily habits in your life to achieve your goals for this year, for 2022? Take your big goals, whatever they might be, break them down into sub-goals. Break those sub-goals into tasks. So what are you actually going to do to achieve those? And then take those tasks and break them down into tiny habits. BJ Fogg talks about this, tiny habits. And the commitment can be as little as 30 to 60 minutes a day. But if you're like me, you're thinking, where will I find this time? Um, And the secret isn't to find new time or to add more work. 
It's to repurpose existing time and safely block it off on your calendar. So that is the second key to making this all work. It's using your calendar as a powerful tool. One of the biggest reasons people fail to achieve their goals is they can't find the time to work on them. They don't make the new goal a serious priority. So they don't schedule time on their calendar to work on it consistently. Once you have defined those tiny habits, those new habits that you want to do to build up to achieve your tasks and goals, you have to block time on your calendar for them. For example, I literally schedule time on my calendar to work out every morning. I've been doing that for, I don't know, 10 or 11 years. I kind of ran into some troubles in the early days. So I was like, I have to block time. I have a private meeting first thing in the morning, and that was my workout. I also block off entire afternoons, blocks of time, kind of the Jack Dorsey method, to write my newsletter and to record podcast episodes. Otherwise, it wouldn't happen. And you can't let other people, like your boss, (laughs) have total control of your calendar because that gives them total control of your life. The first step to taking back your power and your freedom is to own your time. Owning your time is the ultimate power and freedom. What else is more valuable? And I know that your employer, if you are employed by a company, already requires a lot of hours of your time. They take hours of your day every day during the work week. But that doesn't mean they own your evenings and your weekends. If you're a salaried employee, I know your employer will happily take all of your time if you allow them to do so. Uh, Some of my past bosses definitely took advantage of my workaholic tendencies. They would set up late meetings at night. They would interrupt me during the weekends. I told the story of being at my kid's soccer game and getting a call about some supposed emergency that I had to deal with that was actually really stupid and ended up being a waste of my time but ruined my weekend. I I just, you can't let it happen. I worked evenings and weekends for many, many years. But ultimately, the ROI, the return on that investment, wasn't worth it. I gave up way too much. My health, my well-being, it damaged my relationships with friends and family. And I wasn't receiving enough in return for that. Your future is too valuable to let that happen to you too. You just can't. And it's a whole new year. So take advantage of this time. Sit down with your calendar this week and start scheduling recurring blocks of time for tasks that are important for you. Important for you, not your employer. Some examples of recurring appointments you might want to schedule on your calendar. Making time to exercise every day. So carving out time for that. 
Maybe you want to set aside 30 minutes every evening for meditation. A lot of people get tremendous value out of meditation. Scheduling a weekly block of time for intelligent networking. I've talked about the incredible value of a powerful network. It's how I got every single one of my jobs. It's been invaluable for my business. You know, reading the biography of Ray Bradbury, you take a look at it and you realize it was networking. I mean, obviously he's a great writer and he got better over the years, but it was networking. He was very social and he leveraged his relationships to get published in key magazines, to get book deals, to do scripts for TV shows, a lot of networking. I encourage spending like 30, 60 minutes, whatever you have every morning to journal. I sit down with my coffee every morning and I journal for 30 to 60 minutes and I write ideas and crazy creative ideas for my business or for articles or just whatever pops into my head and it makes me more creative. I think you should schedule a block of time every month to work on your career plans. What is your next move? It could be internally, it could be externally, but what is your next move? What are you doing? Use time to research potential employers. Who is interesting out in the world that might be a great place for you to go? Use that time to look for a better job. You should always be interviewing. You should always be talking with people. You don't have to say yes. If everything is going well, You're going to look around, you're going to say, I've got it pretty good. I'm happy where I am. But what if you do encounter something that is amazing, that's going to get you a huge promotion, a big raise, work with people that are going to take your career to a whole new level? You may want to spend maybe an hour every weekend to brainstorm ideas for your own business. I know that some of you are interested in becoming entrepreneurs, solopreneurs. When are you going to make that happen? If you don't carve out time to research and plan and think about your business model and potential customers and what your offering would be, you'll never find time to do it. And then I also believe you should set aside, I don't know, an hour or two every week to let your creative side come out to do what you need to do, to spark that creativity, go for a hike, sketch in a sketchbook. If you like to paint, write something, write something creative, fiction, maybe nonfiction, make music, play around with your guitar, whatever it takes, but let that creative side come out. You will have a better chance of achieving your goals This year, when you commit time on your calendar to consistently perform the task and do those habits that will help you make progress. But there is one additional way to further improve your odds of success, and that's by leveraging the power of human relationships. And I want to talk about community. The secret sauce of success combines consistent habits with accountability to other people. 
I know I've shared this data before, but it still, it surprises me. It blows me away. If you simply promise to another person that you're going to achieve a goal, you know, like I do with my wife, your probability of success rises to 65%. If you schedule accountability appointments on a consistent basis with someone else, your probability of success goes up to 95%. That's huge. So do you have someone in your life who can hold you accountable for your goals this year? Is there someone you can meet with maybe every week who will encourage you, push you, and help you keep going when you're feeling overwhelmed and discouraged? And you will. It's normal. We're human. If you don't already have this type of support, you should look for a community that can provide it. And if you can't find the right community, you might have to make it. You might have to create your own community, and pull your tribe together. I know I need this type of accountability, so that's why I do share my goals and plans with my wife. She listens, she encourages me, she reminds me, and says, remember that thing you want to achieve? How's that going? You know, I was an employee, wow, it's been a long time, (laughs) over 12 years ago. And I wanted this type of supportive environment, you know, people who could help me and support me and keep me accountable. I wanted it at work too. But I unfortunately discovered that the corporate world of being a tech exec is pretty competitive and it's at least where I was, was pretty political. So it wasn't exactly <laughs> the nurturing environment that I needed. Not, not at all. And I wished... I wished that I'd had a community of trusted peers that I could rely on back then. I had a coach that helped tremendously. She definitely is one of the reasons I became a career coach and a leadership coach. But I could also see that many of my friends in tech and in the kind of the professional world, they were struggling with similar issues too. A lot of politics, a lot of competition, a non-supportive boss, and they didn't know who to turn to. So about five years ago, I created my own private community. And I began bringing people, like-minded people, into it to work with us and to partner with us. I created one kind of a special type of accountability environment I call my career accelerator And I've linked this in the newsletter. If you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, it's pretty easy to find. My accelerator meets every week. We join on a Zoom call. We discuss our goals, our activities. We support each other. We give advice. And we hold each other accountable. It's like, did you go for the interviews you said you were going to go for last week? Did you write that article you said you were going to write? Did you network with those people last week? We just push each other. We help each other. And we share different types of advice and recommendations because we've all kind of been there and done that. And that community helps 
all of us stay on track. And last year, I expanded my community to be much more affordable and to be more accessible for more people. And it's still, it's not free. But I would say that we do provide tremendous value for that $15 a month. And that's all it is, is $15 a month. Because we've helped connect people with hiring managers. We are have a tremendous network between all of us. We have entry-level people. We have managers, directors, vice presidents. We have very well-connected people that have worked at Facebook, LinkedIn, Apple, IBM, Oracle, Twitter, you name it, all over the place. So we have really good networks and can connect people. We've helped people discover opportunities in the hidden job market. And up to 80% of the best jobs are never posted. They're in this hidden job market. And people know about it, but it's not discoverable online. And we've helped people negotiate job offers so they can make thousands more in their base salary every year. So when you can turn $15 a month into thousands more in income every month, that's a pretty damn good investment. You know, I shut down my free groups. I had free groups on Facebook and I think a couple of other places and I shut them down. And people asked me, why, why do I no longer have those free communities? And I'll tell you why. Over the years, I've learned that people don't commit to something free. They don't value it enough and they don't take it seriously. They don't engage. When it's free, it's easy to skip it, to not show up, to not contribute. But when you pay even a tiny amount for support, advice, and access to a professional community, you value it more. You show up to get your investment out of it. I've seen this in myself, and I've seen it in thousands of other people. So if you can't find the right community to support you and to help you achieve your goals this year, check us out. We are always here to help. This is, if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, this is issue 343, burn your to-do list in 2022. So, uh, I just want to leave you with best wishes and good luck in achieving your goals this year. If you have any questions, you want to leave any comments, go to the, this post. There's a newsletter about this topic. Reach out to me if you'd like to work with me specifically on your plan for the year. And if you know you would benefit from having a leadership coach or a career coach who can hold you accountable for making progress. And I do encourage you to check out my community. It's a really affordable way to get advice and support and help from a whole lot of really friendly, intelligent, and uh, supportive people. So best of luck with your goals this year. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to follow upcoming releases of the show, please subscribe. And as always, I appreciate your ratings and reviews. Thank you. If you would like to learn more about Invincible Career and the podcast, you can visit InvincibleCareer.com.
Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an opportunity magnet for the best things in life.